What's this podcast called? Sepsis from Planet Weird. Podcast from Planet Weird. Oh. Luck of the Irish. More like freak me in the eyeballs. I love this movie. No! I told you not to bring up prom in oh, this episode. Oh, you want to talk about prom, Mama? Drama Kaflama, baby. I was nominated for Winner Bowl. Uh, God damn it, Hi. Hi. Guess Hello, everybody. Why are you talking when I'm talking? Because you weren't talking. Well, now I am, bitch. Okay. Hi. Um, it's your favorite identical twins, Juan and Sarah, here Ooh-wee. to talk to you. <laughs> Um, here to talk to you like we always do on podcasts from Planet Weird. Um, if you're new, this is a show where we talk about movies from our childhood. We did Disney Channel movies for a while. We don't have many of those left, so we've gone into the other classics of the 90s and 2000s, like the one that we're going to talk about today, and that's It Takes Two to Make a Thing Go Right. Wow. It Takes Two starring... Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen, the Olsen twins. Wait, they're so twins. We'll talk about that. Twins. This isn't. This isn't one girl playing two parts. This isn't the Parent Trap. But we'll get into that because there were some reviews that kept mentioning the Parent Trap. I, I was gonna say, what. good lord, did it remind me of it though? Um. So we're gonna be talking about it. Takes two today. We'll talk about that in a minute. First, Juan, do you have anything you want to catch up on? We literally talked yesterday. Um, well, my parents want to go to church tomorrow, and that makes me want to literally set everything on fire. Wait, today today technically our, our stay-at-home thing is supposed to expire. Have we, have we heard if Doug Ducey has extended it? I assume no. he won't because he's an idiot. But No, because has- he's, a, he's a stupid... Stupid, stupid roach of a man. But they haven't said anything yet, have they? No. They haven't released anything like, oh, wear masks still. Oh, please don't hang out with 30 people. Don't, you know what I mean? The the usual. I mean, people shouldn't be doing that anyways. Period. Like, hanging out with more than 10 people already sounds... 10 people already sounds like a challenge. Yeah, there's no... Wait... Oh, no. Yeah, all these articles are from, like, three days ago. So, there hasn't been... Because he should have, like, a little thing today where he says it, but... No, nothing. But I guess that's later. That's probably around, like, five or six. Anyways, um, yeah, why am I recording this on May 15th? And this episode will come out... Not now but um on may 27th so the end of the month basically and here's hoping that you and i haven't fully burnt down every establishment we ha- we see i don't plan on committing arson but i'm not gonna make any promises i'm not gonna say it but let's just say i'm also not saying i'm not not gonna do it okay um, last night we played some Jackbox games with Frankie. For seven hours, apparently. Well, we talked a lot after that. Yeah, we played for maybe 30 minutes. What was your favorite shirt we made on TKO? Cornhole. Cornhole? Was that the the one... With a corn literally going into a black hole. The country boys make do? Yeah. 
That was a good one because that was your shirt. That was and your slogan. Yeah, your design and your slogan. That was good. My favorite design was Macaulay Culkin loves me with <laughs> Larry and Bob from Veggie Tales. Because that didn't make any sense, and that's which why one, it's fun. Which one? What slogan did the titty one say? Um, Bussy. There was that one, but there was another one that it was like a drawing Frankie drew of like a green monster, fully topless, that said, "My wanking shirt." Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one. You guys really just went off with that. I was trying to do innocent things. No, that's it's it's like every other quote unquote adult game. My drawings were a pineapple, SpongeBob, and you. My drawings were a cornhole, uh, a satanic Well, when you say pentagram. that, you mean corn going into a hole? Yeah, like literally a, an ear of corn going into a hole. Say um, it how it is. <laughs> And then I drew a satanic pentagram, and then I drew, I panicked and was gonna draw a skull, but then I ended up just drawing the Deathly Hallows really badly. Oh, I didn't or get any the snake of your drawings. I don't think I didn't get any of yours. I think Frankie or Gerard got them all. Mm, okay. So well, rest in peace, me. That game was the worst the- for me. I love TKO. I've seen like the Valley Folk play it on their streams all the time. I want to do the trivia one again, though. The murder trivia? Yeah. That one was fun. I like that one. Because I'm not great at anything murder. but pop culture trivia. So I would get like... Like, I didn't know... What was the question? We were all like, what? The pH balance question? Yeah. And there was another one we were like, I don't know. The, the but pH- anything pop culture I can get. The pH balance one, I was like, I know it's seven, but part of me wants to say zero, but I'm so dumb because zero is a base, seven is neutral, and 14 is an acidic. I didn't remember any of that. I just vaguely thought that the scale went up to 14, and so I was like, I think seven. No, it's zero to 14 with seven being the absolute neutral, which is water. I hated it. I hated not knowing that. It made me feel so stupid. You should study some like well we all should study a bunch of random trivia facts in preparation for the next round you you don't even know there was one that i played with some color guard friends a while back ago like you know months ago um Mm -hmm. (laughs) and um all the murder questions well all the questions were literally about murder like it was about like murders and like old Mm -hmm. like homicides and i was like what the fuck and like me absolutely being the the, the murder, the murder true crime witch that I am, yeah. Like, I was like, oh, I'm so- I know all of these. And then literally nothing. I blanked. I guess I just mm-hmm. listened to podcasts for the voice and not the content. Whoops. That's the question I got right was the who this person hosts what podcast? I just thought, oh, oh this is spooky theme. So let's just say something spooky. It was the host of Serial. I've never listened to Serial, but the only podcast that I looked at in like had heard of was Serial and Radiolab. Mm-hmm. Unless they made that up. Is Radiolab real? I don't know. But I just assumed that they would put Serial because it's like the most popular podcast. I just thought of at it least at the time that it was like everyone was talking about Serial back I, then. I, like I said, I literally decided, because I got that one right too, I literally decided just because it was like 
serial killers. This mm-hmm. is spooky, so maybe that one. That was but I how like, did do the whole we, order of operations. How do we get in that game as a question? Even though no one would know <laughs> the answer. Too if it was que- Sarah and Juan are the hosts of what podcast? Two little bitches run this know. podcast. <laughs> yeah. And then it's well, us. Well, if anyone knows how to get in there, if anyone works at Jackbox Games, please contact us immediately. Juan, are you ready to get into It Takes Two? To make a thing go yes. One can have a dream, baby. Two can make that dream so real. One can talk about being in love. Two can say how it really it Takes Two is a 1995 American film starring Kirstie Alley, Steve Gutenberg, and Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen. The title is taken from the song of the same name by Marvin Gaye and Kim Weston, which is not the song that we are singing right now. Mm-mm. Um, and that song, the Marvin Gaye song, is played at the closing credits of the movie. This movie was directed by Andy Tennant, who is a screenwriter, film and TV director, actor, and dancer. Ooh, dancer. He a dancer? Just doing it all. He also directed Fools Rush In, Ever After, A Cinderella Story, Sweet Home Alabama, Hitch, Fools Gold, The Bounty Hunter, starring... I hate Gerard... Is it that his name? Gerard Butler? I hate him. Which one's that one? I don't really one? know why. He's the guy from 300, isn't he? Oh, this yeah, that is, is him. Sparta. Um, and a couple other movies. Also worked on the Wonder Years TV show, the Ferris Bueller TV show, Parker Lewis Can't Lose, Bill and Ted the TV show. Um, a ton of stuff. Wow. Uptown um, Funk. He was a dancer in Greece, which is fun. He played dancer number 17 in Greece. And then was also in Greece, too, as boy greaser. Ooh. So quite a career, let's just say. I wish I could have been in Greece, too, and been boy greaser. Or dancer number three. Have you seen Greece, too? No, and I never want to, because I heard it was bad. I mean, it's bad, but it's, like, it's just very different and, like, campy. And if you go into it with that, then, like, you might enjoy it. Like, I feel like you would like a lot of the... It's, like, it's Michelle Pfeiffer. She's obviously, like, so cool. She's... (laughs) Michelle Pfeiffer is so cool. No, she plays, like, such a, like... Like, she's, like, the cool pink lady in the sunglasses. She's dancing. Okay, okay. And then she's, like, I love this guy who's... Riding a motorcycle. I don't know who he is. Who is he? Who is he? Who is she? Um, Written by Deborah Dean Davis. I don't know what she has done because they don't have a link for her on Wikipedia. Uh, Like we said, stars Kirstie Alley, Steve Gutenberg, the Olsen twins, Philip Bosco, and Jane Sibbett. Kirstie Alley, we talked about her on Toothless. On that episode. Oh, God, what um, was that episode? Also, obviously, she was on Cheers and uh, 
She was in Star Trek 2. Did you know that? The Wrath of Khan? I've never seen the old Star Treks. It says she, that's when she like first got like recognition was when she was in the Wrath of Khan. Interesting. Okay. Wild. And of course, uh, known Scientologist. I was so going to say, that. isn't she also in Scientology? The yes. never ending horror movie? Yes. Um, Steve Gutenberg is in this movie and we've seen him when we talked about uh, Tower of Terror. Mm-hmm. And he's also in other films such as Cocoon, Three Men and a Baby, Three Men and a Little Lady, The Big Green, and Short Circuit. Okay, so I knew I recognized him from somewhere, and it must have been from the Tower of Terror. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. Because I was like, where is this obvious dad archetype from? Maybe one day we'll talk about Three Men and a Baby, because that's a Disney movie. And then there was Three Men and a Little Lady. When she grows up? Is that the sequel, When She Grows Up? Three Men and a Little Girl Baby. Um, the Olsen twins, obviously, were doing were so many gosh dang films back in the 90s. Um, okay, so Full House ran from 87 to 95. Um, and then their first TV movie was To Grandmother's House We Go in 1992. Oh this is really this is our first Olsen twins movie. We haven't like we're gonna do more in the future, but we haven't talked about any others. Which oh is god. Weird. Um Double Double Doyle and Trouble was well, well, 19- Wait, we've seen that one. Yes. That was spooky. I couldn't finish. It was too scary. Wait, when did we watch that? We were just watching it here one time. Okay. I remember no, watching that it. one because didn't they like weren't they like oh we're just some random girls on halloween and then they're like wait we're witches i don't remember i just remember the old lady and it scared me i remember just the witches uh so that was in 1993 1994 was how the west was fun which is one that i watched growing up marty can you shut up um they did the Adventures of Mary-Kate and Ashley videos in 94. And then It Takes Two was in 95, but I believe this was the first, like, theatrical one they ever did. Mm-hmm. Marty, it's a bit much. And then it's I don't... Too early. I don't think they did another theatrical until New York Minute. Because all the other ones were... Direct to VHS, baby. We love a VHS cassette. This movie was released November 17th, 1995. Um, it doesn't give us a budget, but do you want to guess what the box office was? <laughs> it didn't let me want to tell you how much it spent. Um, I want to say, well, how much did our last movie make? Like 10000 or a hundred? Oh, Prom made $10 million, I think. Okay, I'm going to guess this also made like around 10 million, if not a little lower. Okay. This did better than prom. I mean, Oh shit. We don't know about inflation, but box office was 19 and a half million dollars. Sis, inflation gets higher. That meant if it were released today, it would have made a lot more money. You know what, bitch? I'm not a mathlete. So it's why just... don't you look down at your shirt and realize that you're the one wearing the mathlete shirt? How dare you and get off like my this. ass? Okay, then fine. Um, 
So yeah, I made nineteen and a half schmillion dollars. Ooh, schmillion. Um, it won a Kids' Choice Award for favorite movie actress, which both of the Olsen twins shared. And Kirstie Alley was nominated for favorite movie actress. Uh, it says Nickelodeon Blimp Award. That's the same as Kids' Choice Award. So was was she nominated up against Mary Kate and Ashley and lost to them? Is that what happened? Uh. <laughs> because that's funny. The power those girls had. The movie has an eight percent rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. Um, Roger Ebert, ya boy, said this called is the lit. movie <laughs> harmless and fitfully amusing with numbingly predictable plot and praiseworthy performances, and rated it two out of four stars. What is he gives the most like the star ratings never match what he says. He literally is like that sounded this- good to me. Like he says praiseworthy performances. <laughs> he said this movie was beautiful. Everyone did great. It was a little bit predictable, but still a lot of fun. One. He said it was harmless and amusing. Praiseworthy performances. Yes, like numbingly predictable, but like what movie isn't? And then gave it two out of four stars. What the hell? I mean, you you said it. Honestly, I can't watch a movie anymore without being like, oh, this is going to happen. And it happens. Because, I mean, what's original? Nothing anymore. Roger Ebert, I think he just... I don't even think he was on cocaine. I don't think he did hard drugs. I think he's just old and crazy and kind of dumb. He was just... (laughs) I don't know. It's just so funny that, like, he's such a, like, prolific film reviewer like he's the most famous film critic of all time but like his stuff doesn't always match up i don't think he's a good reviewer uh trivia Roger for Ebert is also like really just like not good i'm just gonna be okay i'm gonna be very brave right now and say maybe i don't know who roger like, ebert is. i don't know who roger ebert is and i don't know what he did so <laughs> maybe okay here's the thing you know how they say if you can't do teach, teach, yeah, if and if you teach, can't teach, teach gym. teach gym. I think Roger Ebert taught gym. That was the mentality of like a lot of people in. Um, I did go to film school. In film school, like I feel like everyone was like, like I remember one specific moment when your boy, pinholster. Uh-huh. Um, my day was talking about um i don't know at one point he was just like the only he like basically said like i only one of you has ever told me you want to be a film critic like everyone else you want to work either above the line or below the line like in movies like oh like making it or writing it kind of thing or what does that mean yeah like either like on crew or on the creative side of it like but I don't know. I think he was just probably saying, like, you all need to do this because you all want to be hands-on and, and be in this industry, except for the one person who has come to me and said that they want to go the film critic route. And I was always like, who was it? <laughs> Out then, say their name. It was me. No. Oh my god, I knew it. Um, Not that I wouldn't. I mean, it'd be sick to, like, write, just see movies and write stuff about it, but, like, I feel like I'm not I'd just be, like, nice. 
Like, frenemies, yeah, I'm going to give you your half star. But, like, most of the time I'm like, it's fine. Like, unless it's, like, offensive or, like, you know, it's, like, harmful to women or queer people or marginalized groups or disabled people. Like, then I'm, like, harsh on it. But otherwise it's, like, like, prom, I was, like, I don't know, like, a two and a half. It's fine. I think you should... I. I'm not saying you should do this, but I really think you should start doing that. <laughs> Being a film critic? I think you should. I think it would be fun. And then should who I knows? Start my what walk? if you What if you actually become really good at it? Not like not like become good, but like what if like people are like, "Oh yeah, she's right." Like, could you imagine? No, I couldn't. I think you should. I think you should try it. You should start like a blog, like a movie rating I could or, do like, like a, a newsletter. You should do that. I think that'd be cute. I think that'd be really Cute. fun. I mean, I guess I have nothing to do right now, huh? <laughs> I just anyways. It'd be I. I don't know. You never know. You might people might be like, she got a point. <laughs> Some points were made. Um, trivia for the movie: the camp that was used in the film is Camp Mini Yowi, located in Muskoka, Ontario, which is still an active summer camp today. Ooh. So people are there hanging out. Food fights in the mess hall. Camp Crystal um, Lake. During the horse chase scene between Kirstie Alley and Steve Gutenberg, it can be clearly seen that they are indeed the ones doing their own riding stunts in almost every clip of that scene. I thought they this movie so had no... I thought this movie had, like, no, um... No stunt people. It looked like everyone was doing their own thing. Probably. Like, the Olsen twins? I saw nobody double for those kids. They ran into each other full throttle. Kirstie Alley, she was in that helicopter. Kirstie Alley jumped in the lake. (laughs) And that was the bravest thing she could have done. Mara Wilson was considered for the roles of Amanda and Alyssa after director Andy Tennant saw her in Mrs. Doubtfire and Miracle on 34th Street. But she was unavailable because she was doing what movie? Matilda. Matilda. Christina Ricci was also considered, but she was also unavailable because she was doing what movie? Adam's Family Values. No, Casper. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, but the- like, <laughs> those two movies slap, so what? Yeah. We're good, we're good. Uh, well, it also would have been interesting, like, that means they would have just had the, Mara the- Wilson playing both characters. Like, it would have been a parent trap situation. Yeah. But, but am did I, we even have the technology at the time? Yes, didn't the parent because... trap invent that technology? Wait, didn't it? Parent trap came in nineteen ninety eight. But did it invent that like double technology? I mean, I'm assuming no, but it just looked so good in that movie that I like to believe that it did. I could never tell, but I'm also what oblivious. Um, the real life address of the mansion, the Callaway Mansion, is also in Ontario, Canada. Ooh, Everything's in Canada. It's so um, icy and fun. Winona Ryder was the director's first choice for the role of Diane Burroughs. Interesting. And? Um, Wait, Entertainment. Who? Winona Ryder. Was she old enough? Reicher Entertainment rejected her because they thought she was too young for the role and they wanted Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Okay. From Seinfeld. Um, however, the producers of Seinfeld wouldn't let her out of her contract, 
And Can I'm TV people read... not do movies? Well, with, I mean, if she's in a contract, she might have already signed away saying, like, I won't do any movies in this time period or whatever. What the hell? That seems a little encroaching, but okay, I guess. They make you sign stuff. It's weird. And now I will read a list of several actresses that they were considering for the role. Okay. And it goes as follows. Gina Davis, Kim Cattrall, Mary Louise Parker, Sandra Bullock, Michelle Pfeiffer, Laura Dern, Joan Cusack, Kelly Preston, Leah Thompson, Sigourney Weaver, Susan Sarandon, Elizabeth Perkins, Goldie Hawn, Annie McDowell, Brooke Shields, Phoebe Cates, Nicole Kidman, Linda Hamilton, Helen Hunt, Julia Roberts, Catherine O'Hara, Julianne Moore, Reba McIntyre, Demi Moore, Madonna, Sharon Stone, and Renee Russo. I'm sorry, Goldie Hawn? I'm sorry, Reba? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Reba was in Little Rascals, which Mary-Kate and Ashley also appeared in. They were? Yeah, they were just like twin girls. They didn't... I don't even know if they had lines. They were just I don't think they did. I think they just existed in the universe. Yeah, okay. Word. Um, John Candy was first considered for the role of... How do you? How were you pronouncing this? Vin, Vincenzo? 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 Because I was listening to, like, listen, I love my family, but they were being real loud when I was watching this the other day on the TV. And I couldn't hear, like, I had subtitles on so I could read everything, but I could barely hear how she was pronouncing it. It's Vincenzo. Vincenzo, okay. I just called um, him Vinny. Good old Vinny. So John Candy was first considered for that role, but he passed away before the filmmakers could even ask him. And now I will read a list of actors that were considered for the role of Vincenzo. Oh my god. (laughs) Danny DeVito, Joe Pesci, Bob Hoskins, Harvey Keitel, Rowan Atkinson, Lawrence Tierney, Charles Grodin, Christopher Walken, Rick Mayall, Patrick Stewart, Gerard Depardieu, Paul Rubens, Dick Miller, Robert Davi, Gene Wilder, John Cleese, Eric Idle, Rod Steger, Phil Collins, Jack Nicholson, <laughs> Bob Newhart, and Christopher Lloyd. I'm Phil sorry, Collins Phil you. Collins. <laughs> Let's get this wild. man. Okay, but you could have stopped was. at Danny DeVito. The first one. Phil Some of Col- these people, I don't know who they are. Gerard Depardieu. I don't know who that is. Gerard Depardieu. Um. Shannon Doherty from 90210 was considered for the role of Clarice, but she turned down the role because she was busy shooting Mallrats, the Kevin Smith movie. Tori Spelling from 902 was also considered, but those contracts. Mm-mm. I don't understand. I don't understand. People gotta sign their life away sometimes to make that coin. But is it even worth it at the end? I mean... Tori Spelling still made bank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess if you're top billing on a TV show, then it's worth. I mean, think of, like, all the money that the Friends cast made. But also, like, do they deserve it? Probably not. I, okay, I'm gonna, again, I'm gonna They did, no, they did get, like, in in the last season, didn't they get, like, a million dollars per episode? I think I'm that's sorry, true. How many? A million in, dollars? I think in season what was it like ten? That's what I've heard. I never like looked it up. How many episodes? And I mean, well, most TV seasons, at least in that time, it, a full season was twenty-two episodes. Twenty million dollars for just the last season. Okay, 
can all the celebrities just collectively be like, all right, who has debt? That's why whenever you see, like, Jennifer Aniston in a movie, it's like, she doesn't have to be here. She just, like, wants to work. None of those oh. actors have to, like, work anymore. They could retire and be fine. They just I mean, to, let's like, be honest. Be How many of those actors do still work? I Two mean, of them. Jennifer and... No, they, like, three all have shit they're doing. No, all they th- all have shit they're doing. I just see Within the three women. Within the past women. five years. The three women are, like, the ones that work the most. But David Schwimmer was in People vs. OJ. Did anybody watch that? It was. It got so many Emmys. <laughs> yes, people watched it. I mean, um, let's be honest. Did anybody watch that show? Matt LeBlanc is on like a sitcom on, I think, CBS. And then he also had his Showtime show before that. I do remember. And then Matthew Perry is the one that maybe like spent a lot of his money on drugs. Millions um, of dollars on drugs? I don't know how much, but you know, he's had some issues. But I don't know what he's... Is he doing stuff now? I can't remember. Okay, so maybe I was wrong for the first time ever. Maybe I was wrong. But let me be controversial and brave for just another hot minute. (laughs) I don't think Friends and The Office are that great. That's fine. That's your opinion. Like, I'm very much the person... I think it is interesting that between Friends... Friends in the office, it is a very, like, everyone talks about that show. And, like, it's, like, like I, I always love the tweets of, like, white people's personality is just, like, I love the office. That's like, literally what it, I think that's why I don't like them. It's not that I don't like the content, it's I don't like the people that watch those shows. I think people just do get annoying and, like, talk, make it, like, their whole, like, like, obsession. And it's, like, okay... Like, I love Friends, and but a lot of that is, like, I grew up watching, watching it, it, and it's such a nostalgic thing for me. But I like, mean, I remember watching it on, like, the W6, like, after, like, you know how they had that night block? Mm-hmm. Where it was, like, The Simpsons, I think it was, no, Friends, The Simpsons, and then South Park or something, like, all back to back. South Park was at, like, 11 or 11.30. Yeah, and then well, it was maybe Friends afterwards. It, I it, think it, like, Scrubs was in there as well. Yeah, but you, you, remember, oh, you remember that, like, right? S- yeah, 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 because I used to watch it every night. Yeah, that used to be my order of falling asleep. And I was Me like, too. oh, I, I made it past South Park. I'm up real late. I was like, because w- I would watch like Friends and Scrubs. And then like when Simpsons came on, I was like, okay, I should probably go to sleep. It's like 10 o'clock. Oh my God. That was me in like elementary school. No, I would be like, I made it past South Park. I'm a rebel now. No, I wasn't supposed to stay up and watch South Park. I wasn't my I wasn't supposed to watch South Park, but I did. I learned a lot of things from South Park. I don't think anyone was supposed to watch South Park. We all just I like fully did. learned what sex was because of South Park. Thank you, South Park, for teaching us about Thanks so much. <laughs> Thank um you. Moving on, Ron Howard was first approached to direct the film, no. but he turned it down because he was busy directing Apollo thirteen. And now I will read a list of directors that were considered to direct this film. Shut up! Les Mayfield, Chris Columbus, Amy Heckerling, Penny Marshall, Gary Marshall, Herbert Ross, Richard Benjamin, Nora Ephron, and Hugh Wilson. See, it wasn't that long of a list. Um, the first... Do I even care? This is a long... 
I'm not going to read that. It's way too long. Um, do you want me to read the list of actors that were considered for the role of Roger? Who's Roger? Steve Gutenberg. Who's that? The dad? Mm-hmm. It, are there, if they're interesting, go ahead. Here I go. This is my finale, folks. <clears throat> read it out loud. Steve Martin, Kurt Russell, Tim Matheson, Rick Moranis, Tim Allen, Michael Bean, Jonathan Frakes, Pierce Brosnan, Jim Belushi, Harrison Ford, Dan Aykroyd, Robin Williams, Tom Selleck, Mel Gibson, Martin Short, Jeff Goldblum, Tom Hanks, Dennis Quaid, Bill Paxton, John Travolta, Stephen Collins, Dylan McDermott, Griffin Dunn, Hugh Grant, Chevy Chase, Sam Neill, Michael Keaton, Richard Dreyfuss, Bill Murray, John Goodman, Alan Thicke, Brian Cranston, Gary Oldman, John Ritter, and Bruce Willis. Could you imagine Brian Cranston as the dad? I don't... I forget that, like, in the 90s and 80s, like, Mel Gibson was, like, still okay. And, that like, was, shocked like, me acceptable to my core. in films, so it's always, like... There's been so many movies where we're, like... We read the trivia and it says, like, he was considered to play the dad or the heartthrob. And it's like, what? Why would anyone want that? Excuse me? Um, I'm sorry, but I don't think I asked for this. I don't think anyone did. Do you have any history with this film? I've never seen it in my whole entire life except for this one time. Did you watch any MKNA movies? Mm-mm. They weren't okay. my, they weren't my cup of tea Oh, I also didn't know that they existed. I only kind of vaguely knew about them. You didn't watch any of their TV shows? Mm-mm. Mm? I remember okay. watching, like, stuff for the one about them on the beach. So Little Time? Yeah. I remember. Show? I remember, like, watching, like, or seeing, like, I guess, like, trailers or, like, how would mm-hmm. you call them? Like, TV announcements? I don't know. Like, I remember watching. Yeah, commercials. I remember seeing commercials for them, but not ever watching it. Mm-hmm. And I, oop. Yeah. So Little Time was my jam. I watched, obviously, Full House, but, like, I think people our age tend to forget that Full House was technically, like, late 80s, early 90s. Like Yeah, we were watching reruns. Yeah, we were fully watching reruns because the show ended in the mid-90s. Um, but, like, I watched reruns of that growing up, but I loved Two of a Kind, their sitcom after Full House, and it's, I rewatched it, like, maybe, like, five years ago, it was on YouTube, and So Little Time, which is the one you were talking about. I love those shows, and Two of a Kind, I wish they, like, put that on DVD somehow, because So Little Time, I do have, like, a bunch of DVDs of it, like, little volumes of it I got at Blockbuster. Didn't you try to find it? No, two of a kind, they just haven't put on a DVD yet. Mm, okay. At all. But I remember when I bu- like I got a So Little Time Volume 2 or whatever DVD at Blockbuster when it was like closing down by my house. Ooh, Volume 2. And I, I went up and I like was checking out and the guy was like, oh, Olsen twins, huh? And he was being very judgy. I'm like, fuck you, bitch. What the? You're, not- <laughs> You're losing your job tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, no, I, Olsen I twins, like, I see what why? you're into. Why would you judge? Why would, why would he care? Anyways. Um, oh, so you like the Olsen twins, huh? <laughs> for their movies, I watched um, How the West Was Fun growing up, and then I watched Switching Goals. 
those were the ones I like watched the most. I've seen um, others like in more recent years, and even in this one, I watched I think like a year ago, um, and that was the first time I saw it because it was just like on Netflix or something. And watching it back this time, I didn't remember like any of it, and it's only been a year. You said forgot the plot, forgot the characters, forgot the I twins. I truly did. So, anyways, this movie starts out with some, like, fancy Chopin music. Oh, yes. Chopin. And then we get, like, the complete opposite of that, where, like, there's, like, the girl playing backyard baseball. So we're, like, twins are from two different worlds. I literally said, wow, Warbler Jr.'s looking ass, and then I said, the hood. Yeah, so, and this is all taking place around, like, in New York, um... But it's supposed to be that these two twins are from, like, these different worlds. Amanda is, like, the tomboy one. And... The other one plays piano. (laughs) Alyssa, yes, is from, you know, a very posh... Ooh, posh. posh spice. Ooh. um, Does she go to boarding school? Where is she? Why was she out of the country? I... Does it say? Not that I know. This just says, Amanda, blah, 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 blah. All I know is that they were like, she This just went- says she meets the girl at camp. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> bless you. Oh, Ashley you. Olsen plays Alyssa, the like proper one, the fancy okay. one. And Mary-Kate plays the sporty spice one, Amanda. And that's something that always happened. In their movies and shows. Mary-Kate always played the tomboy one. And Ashley always played the more girly one. Did they have that personality type, do you think? Not really. Because I remember watching an interview of them as, like, adults. I think it was on, like, <laughs> The Ellen Show. But, um... Gross. They were talking about how, like, they... She was, like... Like... Yeah, they always made her, like, the tomboy one. But, like, she was never really like that. But it's true, like, and for me, being a tomboy as a kid, I'm like, Mary-Kate's my favorite. I prefer her over Ashley. But, yeah, and, like, she was, she's always been the more tomboy, which is interesting, I think. Okay. It was probably just, you know, some Hollywood dude smoking a cigar in an office <laughs> and being like, you're gonna be the tomboy. You're gonna be I, the girly girl. I do not understand cigars, period. And I'm just gonna throw that fun fact out there for everyone to understand. I don't understand them either. What are they? I, they're like, you can't even, you can't even like, like, a, okay, nasty hour. Yes, I've smoked cigarettes in the past. No, I do not smoke them like a person. Um, I smoke them like a crab. What? What are you talking about? No, that was a joke. I've had a cigarette before. Ooh. Um, but like. What I heard is that with cigars, you can't even, like, inhale the smoke, which I already don't do, period. I don't do that. I just go, thank you. Um, but it's like, then I guess why you, you, What's the point of doing I, it, then? Girl, I have no clue. Like, they literally just go, like, they, <laughs> in my but head. No, I'm saying that's what you did with that. So why, like, what was your point of doing that? I, girl, I don't know me. I'm just chaotic. You just wanted to look cool. I think I did. Um, oh my god, you little bitch! But it's like with cigar with cigars. It's so weird because you. I guess you have to like grab them and then just like, whoosh, like suck in and then blow it out real fast. I don't get it, girl. 
They're so nasty. If you need something like, why don't y'all just get like a Pepperidge Farm pirouette and put that in your mouth and pretend that's a cigar. But I also never. You can eat it and it tastes like chocolate. Ooh, that's going to be my new, my new stunt. I'm just going to pull out a little like packet and be like, I'm going to (laughs) smoke and then eat it. (laughs) Those things are good. Anyways. Imagine me causing a scandal. Like I make them look like real cigarettes and I'm like, Ooh, I love to smoke. Remember candy cigarettes? Like, why did those exist? Those were power. <laughs> Remember why when people would crush up the Smarties, Smarties and then be like, get one and be like. <laughs> kids would kids, kids would still try to do that. Legit, I gave some Smarties to kids at work. And then I did saw you ever hear- a kid trying to crush them up. And I told her, I was like, are you trying to, like, are you trying to smoke those? Like, be like, or like blow rings with them. She's like. No, and I'm like, don't be stupid. Did you ever hear? Did you ever hear about kids snorting the Smarties? No. That was a rumor that I always heard growing up. Like, oh yeah, crush them up and. It was I. What for what reason? Kids are such idiots. I that sounds like some junior high shit. It pro- yeah, I'm it, gonna snort. That was some junior high shit. I don't know why, but I guess. Okay. Did you know that if whenever you see people like snorting cocaine or something in a movie, it's usually like crushed up vitamins? Yeah. That would hurt. I would hate to do that. I mean, isn't that what isn't that what our girl does anyways? Our girl? Oh, her tenor special things. Oh, Gigi from Booksmart? Yeah. Oh, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, I can't imagine snorting anything. That would hurt. You know the nasal issues I'm already having with my allergies right now. I mean, that's why cocaine is so bad, because it, like, fucks up your nostrils. I'm not shoving anything up there. I'm not even putting my finger in my nose. So, anyways, um, Mary Kate plays the tomboy. That's all we were saying there. What a <laughs> tangent. Um, so, Kirstie Alley is the one that is taking care of Amanda, the tomboy, and she is Diane Burroughs. She's Amanda's like social worker, mm-hmm. um, and she like takes care of all these kids at this. What is it? It's like a little group house. She is basically, this is a foster, she runs a foster homes. Yeah, she runs like an orphanage, which I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, these orphans with the fucking thickest accents in the world work. And Amanda is like, Amanda wants her to adopt her. She's like, why can't you just adopt me? And she's like, you know, I would love to, but like, I can't adopt you on a salary, on my salary, unless I like got a husband. Yeah, which kind of shitty, but okay. Um, and she has an interview with the Butkus family. Yeah, the Butkus but family, butt-kisses. which is basically like they look—they look like they're serial killers. <laughs> like they, they look, look like look they would kill them. all these kids and eat them. Uh, on the opposite side, we have Alyssa, who is the more fancy, privileged child. Mm-hmm. Um, with her 3D who, embroidered suit. Come on, mama. Those she flowers. gets off of like a private plane and her dad is not there, but Vincenzo, the Vincenzo. Limo driver, is. And he's like, sorry, your dad couldn't make it. And she's like, oh, he must be throwing me a party. I'm so excited now. Ooh, Why would you party. jump to that conclusion? 
Be anytime she's a child. Anytime I have plans and someone doesn't show up, I think they're throwing me a party. <laughs> I mean, is it her birthday soon? I don't know. Oh, well, no, I think it's well, she just be like came a back home party. Yeah. yeah, so maybe she's Still, also though. rich. She probably gets a party every every time she asks for one. You don't know. We don't know. Um, and we meet the dad, Roger Calloway, Steve Gutenberg, mm-hmm. who has, we don't know that they're engaged yet. She, Amanda ha- or Al- Alyssa hasn't been told yet, but Clarice Kensington comes out and is a little bitch. I hate Clarice. I hate this hoe with so oh, much passion. Oh, we were talking about friends earlier. This actress, you might know her from playing the lesbian on Friends. I was going to say, was she one of the lesbians? Yeah, she played Carol on Friends. But I read a review that was like, that mentions that they just said the lesbian from Friends. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was funny. Um, Y'all know that lesbian, the lesbian from Friends. The lesbian from Friends. Yeah, I hate this So, yeah, she sucks. And... She almost spills the beans about the engagement to Alyssa, but then Roger's like, why don't you go inside? And he's like, we'll tell her later. What? Is this 90? There's a party, but I think it's what, like an engagement party? Yeah, because he says, oh, who told you about the party? But like, he, the, the wires were crossed. We crossed some wires. Wires were not, they weren't parallel. Mm-hmm. They but were also, intersecting. Was this shit 90 Day Fiance? Like, how long was this girl gone that... She did, one, not know about this woman, and two, like, did not know that they were getting engaged. Like, this man fully was like, oh, we met two weeks ago. I fully understand the parent trap uh, comparisons because this movie does take place at a summer camp. It is about identical twins. It is about them getting two people together. Mm -hmm. And it's just like in The Parent Trap where one gets off the the fiance, goes home says hi to their dad and they find out they're engaged so what it truly is the same plot (laughs) this is just the parent trap but junior the parent trap at summer or well no the parent trap is at summer. the parent trap but they're both blonde parent both orphans but there's no moms because Alyssa's mom has died and then the other there's just no Okay, interesting. Wait, so that must mean... So Roger... So Roger is biologically Alyssa's dad, right? They never say anything. (laughs) They don't say if they had adopted. No, they just... They just happen to look exactly alike. There is no rhyme or reason why they look identical. Wait, they never say that they're sisters that have been... Like, no. disconnect. No. <laughs> what? Because now I'm like, okay, wait. Steve no. Gutenberg has to explain what the fuck happened. No, no, they unless never... He met, unless he met this mom after she had... No. Did this mom secretly... I'm, I'm just, like, coming no. up with a headcanon. They just Did happened... this mom secretly get rid of one daughter and then keep one and meet Steve Gutenberg and marry him? No. She just said, 
you're a tomboy, get out of my life. Oh my god. Well, no, because Steve Gutenberg is Alyssa's biological dad. He... Yeah, they never explain why they look the same. They just do. What the fuck? Okay. This is literally... Whoever made this saw the parent trap and was like, you know what? We should do this Well, also. It's, re- it's also, it's based off of, like, the prince and the pauper. The idea of, like... The pauper story... <laughs> Hold on. Isn't that story, it's, like, twins. That, like, one's, like, rich and one's, like, the opposite. And then they meet. And then they, like, But they never places. explain why they the look the same. The well, that's cool. Anyways, Amanda um, doesn't want to go to summer camp because all these kids are getting ready to go. And she does not want to go. And she's talking to Kirstie Alley. And she's like, fuck this place. I don't want to go. And eventually she does go to camp and she settles in. And we find out that the camp is right across the lake from Alyssa at the mansion. Yes, the because mansion. Because it's his wife like that created the mansion or the the camp the summer camp yeah the wife his ex his dead wife his widow his widow the widow he's a widow the witty he's the witty (laughs) (laughs) the widow baby the the person who is now dead the that woman she yeah she made she founded the camp and then built the mansion across the lake or vice versa Mm -hmm. and yeah and then the kids at the camp see the house across the lake and they're like, oh, that's haunted because... They Lady like, Cambridge? Is that what they call her? I don't remember, but they think it's haunted. So a little bit later, that's how we get... That's how the story moves along for those two to meet. Yeah. They think it's haunted because they know someone died there and they have never been to that house since the mom died. Uh, we have Alyssa overhearing Clarice being a bitch. This is when Alyssa hears her say like oh who like the woman that designed this like it's ugly this mansion's ugly i need to fix everything blah 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 no she's gonna sell it she says i can't wait to sell this place yeah and um then roger that's steve gutenberg tells Alyssa that he and clarice are engaged and they're gonna be married next month and she faints she says oh lordy um amanda goes to the callaway house because her friends all want to go and look at it. It's haunted. And then she, like, goes and, like, rings the doorbell or something. And What? Oh, Amanda. Amanda what now? What does she do? Uh, Amanda goes to the Callaway house with those friends. And they're like, you won't go and ring the doorbell. And blah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah. It's haunted. She goes there. And so Alyssa had left because she was angry about Clarice. Yeah, she finds out about the engagement and then she runs away, quote unquote. But she tells, she tells Vinny, she tells Vincenzo. Yeah. And um, so when he sees Amanda at the door, he thinks she that that's thinks her. It's Alyssa, yeah. Yeah. Oh no, like, the mix-up oh, is happening. And then yeah, they're mixed up, and Alyssa runs into the woods, and Diane, Kirstie Alley's character, finds her, and she to thinks. Find her. That she's Amanda, and she's like, they, oh, hey. The fact that they just happen to be wearing, like, very similar, similar. outfits. <laughs> yeah. Like, the power they had. The twin telepathy, even though they're probably not twins in this reality. Also, we Why never talked about... Why would they not be twins? Girl... Like, otherwise, they're clones. 
No, they're just strangers that look the same. What? Look, I guess that exists. There's that documentary, Three Identical Strangers. I saw that. I haven't watched it yet, but... I saw that. I didn't watch it. I saw it on Hulu, though. I saw it in the recommends. Um, So I guess that exists. I mean, I saw mine. Oh, yeah. Your doppelganger. That is still the weirdest thing to me. I saw my saxophone doppelganger. (laughs) Can you post a picture of us side by side? Yeah, that's so wild. Can you get your inflatable saxophone? (laughs) I'll send you a picture of it so you can look at it for reference and then what if i just that same way what if i just grab my violin and pretend like that's the (laughs) saxophone no god that's so wild i forgot about that also we never talked about diane's ugly ass top that she's wearing um i stand diane so don't talk about her fashion sense like wait isn't diane the evil stepmom that we know that's clarice oh shit kirstie alley is diane Oh, then we never talked about Clarice's ugly top. Oh, okay. I don't remember. It's the one that had all that, like, brown fringe that made it look like she just had a bunch of, like, bunch of twigs attached to her. No, I don't remember that. It's I just remember gross. the it's hat a gross she was wearing. Top. Like I said, like, to me, this movie, like, it always gets kind of boring for me, and then I just forget it. Like I, forget I literally, okay, it. I had to, like, write notes i had to force myself to write notes because i was just watching it and being like okay it kind of it's like a slow one it's not as i don't know we'll, we'll get to that at the end though um so the big mix-up has happened you know Ooh. Alyssa is with diane now and amanda is over at the mansion um let's see and then Alyssa runs away from she's like playing flag football and then she runs away back yeah. into the woods amanda runs away because she sees clarice. clarice which is also why the kids run away because they're waiting for, for they see her in the window looking scary yeah she, they, they think she's the ghost of whatever the old woman is yeah um but then i love the twilight zone music that plays when she sees like the portrait of Alyssa, and then mm-hmm. she sees clarice and i'm like oh shit and then they meet in the woods and then they're like Whoa, we look alike. How is this possible? I like how they don't go to an adult and be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Explain this. Um, there's a line where um, Alyssa says, being an orphan looked like fun. <laughs> she saw Annie once and was like, I love this. The idea. She like played flag football for two seconds and was like, this seemed fun. I liked this. <laughs> I love the power. Also, um, does she have a cold sore on her mouth? I didn't look at her mouth. I don't know. Because I was like, there has to be a way that you can distinguish these two. And so I was looking for that. Because I was like, it might come into play later. And I saw um, that she has like a little cold sore on the on the side of her mouth. The only way I think with the Olsons, I think one of them is left-handed, one of them is right-handed. Okay, fuck. That's great. Okay, but guys, I, let me figure out who's who another... write a sentence. Maybe there is another way, um, but I well, because Tia and Tamari, they made it they, the easiest. Tamari, they had the mole. Tia and Tamara, and I'm the one with the mole. Okay, I looked up how to tell them apart. Um, this says, "Oh yeah, isn't it wild that they're not identical twins?" Yeah, they're fraternal, right? How? <laughs> yeah, they're fraternal, but how? Wait. 
No, they are identical. No, they're fraternal twins. That doesn't make sense. The, I'm reading it. I've seen it like on Twitter before, but I'm also seeing just like facts about the twins and their... Should I take this BuzzFeed quiz that says, can you tell them apart? No. <laughs> I'll take it later. Wait. That doesn't make sense. They're, I, wait, does fraternal mean identical? No. Is that paternal? Paternal? Joe Paterno? Well, I've always heard that it's like paternal or mud or fraternal. They're fraternal twins. Non-identical, dissimilar twins. Okay, but like, what? No. Because then they wouldn't have looked alike. I don't know. Are we getting punked? What? <laughs> Whoever's the host of punk? No, I saw that tweet recently about like, isn't it wild that they're not identical twins? That's a lie. That's a fat fucking lie. I mean, look at them. It's so wild. We can't even get started on the other Olsen. What's her name? What other one? Not Emily. What's her name? Ashley? No! What's her name? The Olsen. The other Olsen. Uma? From the movies. <laughs> From the Avengers. Oh, they're like, they're actual, like, their other sister. Yeah. Uh, Wanda. What Scarlet the fuck Witch? is her name? Yeah. Alyssa Olsen? We're not moving on until we can think of her name. Okay, let me look it up. What the hell? Um, by the way, so, I guess Mary-Kate is one inch taller than Ashley, and Mary-Kate is left-handed, and Ashley is right-handed. Elizabeth Olsen. Elizabeth! I knew it was something with an E. There we go. Um, so yeah, I guess if you can tell that that one inch apart, and you can see them writing or doing something with their hands then you could tell them apart otherwise that's stupid though because i've met identical twins they don't have to look exactly the same they can look slightly different yeah yeah same i mean I the thought... sprouse twins are identical right now i'm just like yeah. do identical twins exist yeah but and but even that even the, even then like they both look slightly different from each other yeah that, yeah that's what i'm saying and I always and Mara look different. Yeah, but they're still I mean, identical. They, they do look very similar, but like they have. You can I don't know I can always tell the difference between them. It's not like, because every time I think of like pater or paternal, fraternal, whatever, non-identical fraternal. twins. Fraternal. <laughs> they joined a frat. Yeah. They they hate some kids. Um, every, whenever I think of like fraternal th- twins, I think of like Hala. And her brother, who are, like, a boy and a girl that are different. Or, like... Yeah, like, I, I have fraternal twins at my work. A boy and a girl. Yeah. Or, like, when they're, when they're like... That just means they shared the womb. Yeah. Or, like, the girls from... Obviously, they're different actresses and from different families. But from a Cinderella story where one of them is just completely different from the other. But they were just born on the same time. And from the same I vagina. love that you use that as an example. <laughs> Thank you so much. Great. Okay, well, so I don't I don't know how to tell them apart other than 
getting them to write out their name or something. All right. Both of y'all write your names, but don't let me see what you write. Just let me see them hands. They should get like a tattoo, a face tattoo on one of their faces. Ew. It says, I'm Ashley. One of them gets like a teardrop. The other one gets a star. Yeah. Um, anyways, so they meet in the woods and they're like, whoa, this is crazy. I um, can't believe this is happening. And Alyssa wants to get rid of Clarice, and so they come up with the big scheme. They say, Ooh. you be me, I'll be you, one night only, let's fucking do this. Alright. It's the old switcheroo. So Alyssa goes to the camp, and Amanda goes to the mansion, and the, the party's going on, where she poorly plays the piano. And get, oh, Another thing that I hate... Sorry, second sidebar. Another thing that I hate is just really quickly when like parents make their kids like perform Do for the, company. Yeah, Do I absolutely thing. hate that shit. My parents used to do that with me all the time, and with my siblings, they'd be like, "Go get all your instruments, play some mariachi songs." I'm like, "Don't fucking make them do yeah, that." Yeah, and it, I get it. Like it comes from an like they're proud. Like it comes from that place, but like don't make me perform in front of people. No. No. Mm mm. Um, and at camp, Alyssa's playing charades, and she's like, this is so fun. It's like she's never played charades before. She's never had a childhood, period. Uh, we have the montage, the, I feel good. Yeah, that's Just a good montage. montage of them being at different places. I do like that montage. Mm-hmm. You got the whole bit with the gum in the hair. Iconic. The gum in the hair, and that's why Clarice ends up leaving. She gotta get her hair fixed. Daddy by the pool. Even more iconic. Um, so, eventually they decide, like, oh, you know who would be great for Steve Gutenberg? That's what they say in the movie. They say, you know who would be great for critically acclaimed actor Steve Gutenberg, who's in this movie? Diane. Oh, Diane from Cheers. She'd be great. And so they're like, we need to get them to meet. And so they, we had the horses scene that apparently there's no stunt doubles for, where they make her horse go out of control, and Steve Gutenberg goes and saves her. You know she took equestrian lessons, just like they made one of the Olsen twins in this movie apparently take. Take a horse? Oh, in the movie. Yeah, they were like, your equestrian lessons seem like they're not paying off or some shit. I'm like, equestrian lessons? <laughs> so Roger saves her, and they, like, immediately hit it off. It's like, oh, cute. But, you know, obviously Clarice is still in the picture. She's not, like, in town right now because she's going to get her hair fixed. Is that the only reason why? No, she she she's going to New York so she can plan the wedding. Because the wedding is supposed to happen in New York, um, and that's where obviously all the... But, like, she was already planning on going to New York before the hair happened. The the gum just happened to be... Well, she's also getting it fixed there. Um, Yeah. And so Amanda's like, I got rid of her for a couple days. Like, she'll be back soon, though. Yeah. yeah. Um, Diane tells Child Services that she wants to adopt Amanda, and they're, like, arguing with her. (laughs) They say... No. A single woman? No, thank you. You, um, Kirstie Alley, a Scientologist with a child? No way. And uh, Steve Gutenberg comes over 
to the camp and he apologizes because after they hit it off and they were like talking, he took the call from Clarice and yeah. rude of him. That, so he comes in That's just a mistake. Like you shouldn't, that's already, that's just bad manners. You should never answer the phone in front of the company. Mm-hmm. You always so walk out of the room. apologizing and he's like, like, I'll take you to lunch. And then she's like, well, I have to be here for lunch for mess hall duty, but why don't you come and eat with us? And then Alyssa, who is working in the mess hall, mm-hmm. uh, sees that her dad is there. And she's like, well, he can't see me at this camp. He'll realize that we're up to something. So she's hiding under a chef's hat. And then she ends up starting, well, she doesn't try to start the food fight, but. No, she's just she distracting. Trips, she trips. She fully just took that guy out. She was like, this is collateral damage. Like, Sorry. I gotta make this boy fall. She also, trips wait, why the boy why did, in his bowl of like mac and cheese or something. Why don't, they le- why don't they let them see each other? It's not like... Well, I guess that would give away the ruse. Never mind. Well, I think the idea is he knows his daughter so well that he'll see her and know that that's her. I mean... He hasn't and, been able to, so. Well, true. But, I don't know. Because if he, if you saw someone that looked like your kid, would you think, that's my kid? Or would you think, there mu- my kid must have a, a, a twin. A long-lost twin. Or just, like, a doppelganger. Anyways, the, the you know, the <laughs> food falls on, on Steve Gutenberg, and then Kirstie Alley's laughing, and he throws food at her, and then she starts a food fight, and it's all fun, fun and games, and they get food all over them, and then he's like, I'm gonna jump in the lake to he wash off. He fucking goes bug wild. He, no he reserves. Jumps he in the lake, it. and then Diane does, and then they, like, well, they're- they Get like, all they're, lovey-dovey, yeah, pretending they're, they're drowning. Their, meanwhile, at the mansion- Vincenzo sees this through the telescope. And he says, he's horny. He's a he's a horny, horny man. Who comes home at the mansion? Why, it's Clarice. It's Clarice. It's Clarice. <laughs> Why, who is that coming to the mansion? It's Clarice. Hello, Clarice. She's here. And then she <gasps> looks in the, the telescope. Screaming? And she sees this moment where Roger and Diane almost kiss. And the kiss doesn't happen because the girls, the little twins, are hiding in the little canoes. canoes. And they, they make some noise because they're all falling. It makes some so noise. <laughs> make some noise if you're with me. No. <laughs> they, they just cause a distraction. And so Roger's like, I gotta go. And then, cause then he drops the bomb that like, oh, I'm actually engaged. Why? And, <laughs> Why don't they just communicate? Where is the communication? Where is the lack of communication coming from people? And then this is where Diane, she obviously is very upset because clearly he was like flirting and like almost kissed her. And if Ooh. the canoes hadn't like fallen, he would have just kissed her. Um, so she says, we might have hit this out of the park, you and me. But... I love the baseball metaphors throughout this whole movie. You gotta love it. Uh, Clarice tells Roger that she wants to get married tomorrow. Okay. Tomorrow. Cra- tomorrow. Not crazy. Definitely not some crazy move to be like, hey, I know we've been wanting to get married and I know it's a while away, but can we just move it up right This now? definitely isn't because I saw you almost kiss a Scientologist in a lake. 
This isn't just because I want your money. Um, and the girls write some notes to, is it just to Diane or to Diane and Roger? Diane and Roger, but Roger never gets his. Never gets his. So, and it's saying like to meet at a certain place. Where were they supposed to meet? (laughs) The they, they were supposed to meet in the field or not even in the in the yeah they were supposed to meet underneath that tree where roger bumped his head and they like got to know each other mm. well where they first uh, fell in love Ooh, child services comes to the and camp and snatches says, her they say these are the butt kisses the butt kissers the family that mm-hmm. you know she interviewed with and you would think family now you would think that a child gets as much say as to who adopts them as the parents get to decide who they adopt. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it'd be so weird to be like, oh, this child obviously doesn't like you, but you like them. So just take the kid. Like, I don't think that's how it should work. A lot of the time, kids can tell when people are not Gross. people. They can just tell. They have some... Kids have, I wrote this down, kids have some fucking crazy, like, they could run everything if they were not kids. If they were not kids. So Amanda, well, Alyssa, because Alyssa's still pretending to be Amanda, gets taken away and has to go with that terrible family. Um, And Amanda, Roger, and Clarice get ready for the wedding. Uh, So Alyssa's... Like, they fill each other in on the phone. Like, Alyssa is like, they took me to, what, like, Staten Island? Mm-hmm. Like, I, now I have to be Betty. Like, they gave me a new name. Ew, like, the ugliest name. They said, you're Betty Butkus, and you have to, like, work at a junkyard, and this is I knew now. it. I knew that these people were god-awful the second I saw their fucking faces. <laughs> Anytime... I am very, I do not like people who are very eager. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, people, there's a weird vibe that I get when people are like, I like you so much. <laughs> I like, uh, ooh. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, where it's very over, I wrote down overzealous. Is that the right word to use here? Get shot down because you're overzealous. Play hard to get females jet jealous. Okay, smarty, go to a party. Girls scan to the clad and go show them party. A chick walks by and you wish you could sex her, but you're standing on the wall like she was point Dexter. Point Dexter. Next day's function. High function. Studious food is served and you're stolen come munching. Okay. Keep going. Um, I want to go. Ooh, no, got it. Baby, you got it. I started uh, singing the other, the Venus. I started. Oh, I, from the razor commercial. Yeah, I started to go there. Actually, Your desire. Mm-hmm. Um, so Amanda tries to get Vincenzo to realize that she's not Alyssa. She's like, look at all of these scars. These came from baseball. These come. Look at these came from the hood. Look at the look at my matrix scar from the back of my head. Yeah, she's like, I'm not Alyssa. Get with it. And he's like, Oh my god, you're not. And so she's. Trying to get, uh, they want Roger to see Diane one more time. So she's like, will you help me? Yeah, because Diane first got mad at the other counselors and then took the Jeep and then drove the Jeep all the way. Well, I guess they would have because they busted. She said, I'm taking the Jeep, dumbass. Yeah. So they're all in the city. They're all back in the city. Yeah. And so in Vincenzo. 
goes to Diane. He tells her about the twins and is like, uh, this is at the like group home that we saw at the beginning. He's like, yeah, these, these girls look identical. They switched. And now that like this one, like <laughs> the kid I look after at the mansion is with is yours. This random family. The butt but kissers. let's but let's not talk about how they look the same or where they came from or <laughs> why they. That's just let's let's avoid that. I guess it's I never realized that they never say it because I know they say like oh my god this is incredible like the fact that they and uh, to me I'm like yeah it's incredible that these long lost sisters found each other. But no, they, they literally they said just saying it's incredible. They literally they look alike. no. They literally say they literally say identical strangers. Oh, they do. Yes, they said identical strangers. What the fuck? I didn't even realize. Do you realize? I didn't. So Diane tells him that Alyssa has been adopted. And she's like, how am I supposed to get there? And so she goes there in that Jeep. She's flooring it, baby. She goes to the house. But the family isn't there. And the neighbor says, oh, he makes his kids work at the junkyard. That's where they all are. And she's call like, ooh, the mama. Cops. I hate the cops, but call the cops. Call Child Protective Services. Yeah, Get she people says, there. Yeah, she gotta go. What so, the hell? At the junkyard, the Callaway helicopter shows up. I'm ooh. guessing just Vincenzo helped her? Yeah, right Vincenzo there. said, here, if you have problems, call my friend, not Vinny. Yeah, yeah whatever. But right, yes, so, that's, Vinny, so she gets a private helicopter and they pick up Alyssa at the junkyard. Yeah. Who was wrapped in this nasty-ass royalty garb because the kids are making fun of her. Right before Kirstie Alley, right before she leaves, she, um, because he's like, you can't take her, that's my kid. And she says, I wouldn't like nothing more than to kill you. I wish she had. I wish she had. I'll let child services, like, deal with you, but... Ooh-wee, I was like, damn, she just said, I want to fucking kill you. I want you to die. Um, the wedding starts now, and we're going to the chapel and <laughs> sing it one. I don't know the song about the chapel, but I know the song Electric Chapel from Lady Gaga's Mary you don't know that Don't wanna get married. You don't know. What? No. Anyways, um, so the wedding in is the starting, electric but chapel, that's the Amanda genre. is, okay, Amanda is stalling because she's obviously like, she's I don't stalling. want Clarice to marry my dad or Alyssa's dad. <laughs> so the helicopter, they're like, she's like, we need to get to the wedding. That's what Kirstie Alley says. And he's like, we're going to land in Central Park. And she's like, the fuck? So they land No, she there. says, that's fine. They land in Central Park. They interrupt like a baseball game. And they These steal men, a carriage. Oh, okay, you were asking last night, how do you get so horny from a man who just takes off his tank top? These men at the park were <laughs> everything to me. They oh were God. everything to me. They are like, there's something about like 90s men where they weren't like all super buff, but like they had like some muscle and they were like just like, they were just guys being dudes, and I was like, ugh! Just guys being dudes. Wow. Well, I didn't take any note at all about that. Um, <laughs> but they steal a carriage, and 
they get to the chapel, and she, Alyssa, is yelling at Diane. She's like, "Get your butt up here!" Because she's she wasn't gonna go in. She's like, "No, what? you need to fucking come in." That's the whole. I am so mad at Alyssa in this last like twenty minutes of the movie. I'm so mad at her. At Alyssa, or not Alyssa, Diane. At Diane, um, and then you know we're at the what is it the altar and then they're doing the whole do you take this woman blah 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 and there's a f- flashback oh my god of what? diane and roger and like all their moments together before he can say i do and why then, is he hesitating so much though he's hesitating for like, so like why would you long? be up there if you truly didn't want to marry clarice i don't understand the second i met if i were in his place the second i would have met diane i would have been like calling off goodbye fuck this yeah, no like, he did like clarice obviously sucks but like you shouldn't do this to someone i mean she does I suck even... but i don't think you should just leave someone at the altar like that when you if you know think, ahead of time i think it i guess he been. didn't know but that's drama though like i would love that i kind of want that sometimes when i go to weddings out. like when i go to weddings i kind of want there to be like a no or like a i object i think that's just I know, so dramatic I'm, whenever i go to a wedding i'm always waiting for them to say does anyone object but i guess that only happens in movies okay yeah that has there happened once but at another wedding that I was at, it never happened. And I was just like, what if I object? What yeah, if, can I be like, stop that. it? They don't do it. I'll just stand up next time. Just They don't even ask, but I say I object. We should go to a wedding together and then stand up and be like, oh, sorry, sorry. We're going to the bathroom. We need to use the potty. You guys you guys do this. We cause a scene. We cause a scene. Anyways, or like so I he- stand up abruptly, but I'm like, oh, no, I'm just covered in ants. Sorry. He says, he does not say I do yet, and Diane shows up, and Roger sees her and says, I can't. And she, Clarice is like, what? But I said, bye, Clarice. But Clarice slaps him. I think he deserves that, at least. Like, I don't like Clarice, but I think if I was in her position, I'd be like, what the fuck, if you... Were no! I, just figure out your feelings, Steve Gutenberg. Before I do, you get to the altar in front of your friends and family. I do agree that he shouldn't have taken her to the altar, but that's just because of me being like, she's awful, don't do it. This wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have been me, me wanting to be kind to her. It would have been me wanting to avoid her at all costs. So if it was like a nice person, if, she, oh, if, if it was, Clarice like, was if, like totally fine, but she just wasn't Kirstie Alley, like, oh, then I would have I would feel bad. That's when I would definitely have been like, hey, I need to tell you something before the wedding. Yeah, exactly. So, um... But I Clarice wouldn't give a shit also, if she were me. Also, she almost slaps Amanda, but then, um... Vinny stops her and Vinny he says, stops her, I'm he not says, afraid to beat the living shit out of you in this goddamn church. He grabbed her hand and then she's trying to hit the other twin. <laughs> well, not twin. St- identical stranger. And then Diane steps in and... Um, and then Alyssa steps on Clarice's dress, so everyone sees her, I her w- underwear. Someone her should have hit her. I wish Kirstie Alley would have punched her. She didn't come to cause a scene. But, like, she almost hit two children. 
If yeah. I were Kirstie Alley, I would have knocked the shit out of her. people didn't stand up and be like, what the fuck, when, when she almost slapped the first kid. Like... I got kind of mad Ooh, at... I hear the ice cream man. You run out. You leave me here for 30 minutes. <laughs> I hear him. I hear um, my husband. So, Diane uh, and uh, Roger, uh, you know, are up there in the front. And I th- then we have the, so kiss already. Oh, no, this is outside on the steps, isn't it? Outside on the steps. And then the yeah, kids go, outside. so kiss already. And this is such a weird kiss. Did you also think this? Because I kind of stopped watching around here. Steve Gutenberg just like pushes into Kirstie Alley. Like that's all he's doing. He's just like, like smushing against her. Like let me recreate with my bottle of Tito's. Did he just go like. He just like. Like, like, mm, like, like mm, no. <laughs> like weird. no. Like no like pouty lip or no like slightly open mouth. But just fully like. Here's my mouth. Here's my face. Just like it just looked like he was like moving like his body, like <laughs> pushing into her, but not moving his mouth in any way. Just like mm, smush. Um, you know he did not want to kiss her. He said, "I've seen this Scientology face before." And then uh, the guy who the whose carriage it was is like, "Hey, this is my carriage." And then Roger's like, "I'd like to buy this carriage." So then they buy the carriage and. Happily ever after, they ride off into New York. They ride off into the sunset. And that's Goodbye. it. And that's It Takes Two, which I didn't fucking know was about identical strangers. The shock that came upon you when you found out this was not about twins. I am so sorry to you. Why wouldn't it be? Like, If you have twins, shouldn't the movie be about twins? No, mama. No. Okay, um... I do have uh, some IMDb reviews, so let's just go. Am I right? Let's get it. IMDb. 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 Oh, I spilled water on myself. (laughs) (laughs) The clownery. The utter buffoonery. Oh, it got all over my shorts. Okay. Oh my god. So, I have two reviews. Um, This first one is pretty negative. It's called Silly. It was written in February of 2004. It's by Queen Makeda84, and this is what they wrote. Another stupid Olsen twin film. Don't waste your time. They irk me, and their movies irk me. They try too hard. Wish they would just give up after Full House. It's cute and all, but nothing noteworthy. The classic case of switcheroo and see what the other life is like. And here's the kicker. They're not related. Only identical strangers. Please. Okay, I didn't even read this review to the end because I didn't know. Ooh. I didn't even know until you said it. But this person was mad. Uh, Okay, and then this other review is... Not negative, it says, like, it's basically, like, this couldn't happen, but it's still, like, a cute movie. It's by Pranayet underscore writer. They wrote it in November 2004, and it's called Cute But Unreal. 
I thought the movie was cute, but parts of it suck. Like, the parts that can't possibly be real. I mean, identical <laughs> strangers? One, I truly didn't read these reviews. Because <laughs> they all mention identical strangers. <laughs> identical strangers, but I love how the title is being used in the review where it's like, cute and what? What was the title of it? Cute but unreal. I love that. I love that the the <laughs> they use cute and unreal multiple times. So I mean, identical strangers please and how are two people from completely different walks of life get into each other's parts like they'd been born into it even if they shared the same gene pool which amanda and Alyssa don't seem to however the billionaire scenes were quite a sight for sore eyes and the scenes between diane and roger were really romantic and the twins were really good maybe the last part was a little too crude ripping off the back of the evil stepmother's dress it kind of spoiled the funny, sweet, and well-done scenes for me. Still, no, unreal it. as it is, I guess movies are supposed to be unreal. That's the part of the whole package, the enjoyment of the fantasy or whatever you call it. So in that score, It Takes Two was pretty relishable and enjoyable. Mary-Kate and Ashley were, as usual, awesome in the movie. They managed to pull off the whole thing. They, with Roger Calloway and Diane Barrows, I think it was Burrows, or no, it was Barrows, huh? I keep saying Burrows because she was on Cheers and James Burrows worked on Cheers. Anyways, um, and then they said, I haven't looked at the cast list for the real names yet. Made the Love movie it. a fun-filled, worth-watching, sweet little fantasy that most families would miss out if they didn't see. Very cute. Okay. Very cute. Yeah. Very cute and Ashley. Very cute and Ashley. That's what they call them. Oh and let me read your tweets. Ooh, the tweets. It takes two to make a thing go right. Um, first we have a tweet from Aisa. Aisa. Just a quick tweet about the movie from Aisa at IceDog49. Loved the Olsen twins growing up, especially this movie. I also blame this movie for why I thought Lindsay Lohan had a twin for many years of my life after watching The Parent Trap. Who is worse, Clarice or Meredith? I say the butt kiss. Shout out Kirstie Alley. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Who do you, are you that familiar with The Parent Trap? I mean, I've seen it a couple times. So who do you think is worse? Clarice or Meredith? Who do you think is worse? Uh, I want to say Clarice to me. Clarice. I mean, I I think... Okay, well, okay, I take it back. I've seen The Parent Trap, but I don't... I think I've only seen the camp scenes. I don't think I've watched The Parent Trap beyond the camp. Was that the behind the scenes? Beyond the camp? (laughs) Beyond the camp. So I don't really remember the stepmother. I I think an article or something came out recently, or maybe just the actress was just tweeting about it, who plays Meredith. Um It was just they were there was something I read very briefly and quickly about how like Meredith like shouldn't be hated just because like she like, the whole thing in Parent Trap, we'll talk about that whenever we do that episode, but she wanted him for the money was, like, what 
was the framing of it, but I think someone was arguing, like, we don't know that she only wanted him for the money. Like, maybe she really loved Dennis Quaid, and this girl was just like, nope, I want my old mom back. So, I don't know. That Interesting. Is- but in, we don't really get to see a lot of Clarice in this movie as much as we do Meredith in The Parent Trap. Clarice seems very much cookie cutter. I just want him for the money. Clarice, yeah. Because she's a socialite. Like, they even say, like... Mm-hmm. Like, she... I doubt that she, she wants him because... Because he, he even says, oh, I came into my money accidentally. Like, and I if this always, is. If this isn't Friends canon, then she's a lesbian and she's just playing him. Yeah, she's playing him for the money. <laughs> no, um, but just something to think about. Interesting. Um, these tweets are from Grace at DivaGrace13. This is one of my favorite childhood movies and my favorite Mary-Kate and Ashley film aside from Passport to Paris. This movie is basically the parent trap, but I don't care. I have room in my heart for two scheming twin movies. Well, these aren't twins. We learned that today, didn't we? I learned something <laughs> today, I'll say that. Um, let's see. I love the way Carmen tells Amanda she needs to get a life. This movie deserved more Carmen. I don't even remember who Carmen is. Carmen is At the, the, the brown friend. Okay. She's, we probably she's didn't see much of Carmen. That's why I don't remember. Yeah, she doesn't get... She's the girl that gets asked in the dining hall, like, where is Amanda? And she says, oh, she was right oh, behind me, yeah, but now yeah, she's yeah. not. Yeah, she's that girl. Uh, I love all the pop culture soundtrack moments. Psycho, The Twilight Zone, and Hoedown on the Horse Chase scene. Yes, Rodeo. Honestly, having <laughs> Kirstie Alley as the female romantic lead when she was 45 is actually really pretty progressive. I thought, I was like, damn, Kirstie Alley looks good in this movie. I, like, thought he, I, I didn't look up her age, but I was like, how old was she in this? She's 45? Apparently, if we can believe Grace. Do we believe so Grace? So what, Kirstie Alley is what now? 60, maybe 70 something? I don't know. Maybe because she's in Scientology, she just can look youthful forever. Zenu I mean, does that to you. I, isn't that their whole thing, <laughs> that you live forever or you can hot body? She's 69. You know what that means? <laughs> you know what that means? She'll be 70 next year. How does she... She looks... I mean, I haven't seen Kirstie Alley in a long while. Yeah, she doesn't return our calls to hang out. I'm just staring at Juan's ceiling now. Juan just has his camera on the ceiling. I'm looking at Kirstie Alley. Oh, okay. Um, More tweets from Grace. Um, I don't even watch Real Housewives, but I feel like Clarice would fit right in. I would love a secret love note that starts with, You are so totally fresh. (laughs) I die when Clarice smiles at the altar and she has lipstick on her teeth. I did notice that too, and I thought that was funny. Um, overall, this movie just makes me smile. It gives me all the nostalgia and has a great soundtrack to go with it. Four out of five stars. <laughs> yep. Um, I think that's all the It Takes Two tweets we had. If you tweeted us and I didn't see them, please yell at me because there's <clears throat> a possibility that I didn't. And that's my bad if that's the case, but 
I do. The last we've seen of Kirstie Alley is when she was returning to Look Who's Talking. What? You mean that's the last movie she was in? Yeah, when she, the last, I think it was on the talk. Okay, because I'm like, I haven't seen Look Who's Talking. Or Look Who's Talking too. Or Look Who's Talking to Me. Look Who's Talking Again. Look Who's Talking 3. Look Who's Talking Now, which is an actual other sequel to that movie. Yeah, that is. I remember that. Is that the one where the dog talks or something? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Juan, what are your final thoughts on the film? I thought it was a parent trap remake. <laughs> reimagining. I shouldn't say remake. It's a remake. I mean, I think it's just the whole Prince and the Popper thing. Popper? The Prince and the Poppers. Honestly, Prince... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, parts of me enjoyed it, but a lot of times I was like, I'm kind of bored. I just want to look at this dad shirtless again. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I like... It's fine. It's like fine. Like, I don't think it's awful. I'd watch it maybe another time if I was like drunk and just wanted to have a good time. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah. Like, this is one of those movies that, like, you put on, like, at a party just so, like, people, like, can be like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, and that's the thing. We we can't be film critics, which is funny because, like, we have this podcast, but I don't think we're film critics. We just talk about these movies and then, yeah, we rate them. But, like, all of our ratings are always like, I mean, I'll put it on in the background, but I'm not like, I want to watch this today. But that's, like, all of our ratings <laughs> we give for movies. <laughs> I wouldn't watch this again unless you know I was maybe like on acid just having a chill day at home. But well, a lot of these movies are like that where it's like you don't get the urge to like watch it all of a sudden. But it's just like this is a fun movie from my childhood that I, I can put on in the background and it'll make or, me feel or like, like a better way. Yeah, a better way to rephrase it would be like maybe I wouldn't watch this by myself, but like. Like I said, if it if I was having like a pool party, like a summer pool party, even though there's not going to be a swimming pool, you you don't slut. have a pool. I know, but like, like if I, like if I had a pool party and I was like, okay, I'm gonna invite my ten closest friends, but like I would put on like this movie just so like people would be like, oh my god, you know what I mean? Like maybe someone's yeah, gonna like, watch oh, it, and if I, not, it's I noise. watched this as a kid. Yeah, yeah. Because that would probably spark up, like, conversations about other childhood movies. Yeah. But why did you say ten closest friends? Because you're not allowed to hang out with more than ten people. If you have to hang out with them. Well, you shouldn't even be... You shouldn't be hanging out with anyone, really, right now. Okay. Have you been hanging out? No. I literally... I saw my friend Ricky. Did Frankie come over? Yeah, Frankie drove here on his way to Texas. Ricky with the good hair? I know Ricky. Why are you you hanging out with people? Let's talk about that. I didn't hang out with anybody. You just said you saw him. Yeah, because we had to talk about band. Is he... Does he work with you? Yeah, he's a... Not Ricky Ricky, not movie Ricky. (laughs) He lives in in Los Angeles, sis. I don't keep up with that guy. Oh my god. I had a okay. couple classes with him. Jeez. No, no, Anyways, no. Anyways, how many stars would you give this movie one? 
I want to say like two point four, five, six, seven. Two point. Can you give me a final answer, please? Two point forty-five. Okay, two point four five <laughs> from the Decimal Boy himself. We should start calling you Dewey Decimal. Um, <laughs> I am gonna give it a two and a half, just because I do think it gets kind of slow and boring. Like, like a lot, the Olsen twin movies. Like, I think the best ones are the ones that are the direct to like DVD VHS ones that are like we're in Paris, we're in London, like all of those ones because they're so like the really campy ones, cheesy and wild. Yeah, and I love them. Even New York Minute is like okay. We'll do New York Minute sometime. But when I watched it for the first time, I was like, oh, this movie is racist there's like a whole hair <laughs> salon scene that's racist okay um but to me like this would be i would have several other olsen twin movies i would want to watch before this one is all I'm i saying. think it's just because it tried to be like a big theatrical thing but like mm-hmm. and like if i'm gonna pick my my movie about reuniting or uniting two people and get rid of getting rid of like an evil fiance it's gonna be the parent of the parent trap that's what i'll watch um yeah so i'll just say two and a half okay but i love kirstie alley in this don't like that she's a scientologist get out of there sister call leah remini she can help you i like her but i don't like who she is in real life that's the problem that's the case with a lot of people like it's always such a bummer Mm. when you find out someone's a scientologist or like oh, anything bad. Man. Well, yeah, or like um, killed someone, drunk driver, a pedophile, or anything like that. Yeah, that's obviously not great. Um, now we've told you our thoughts on the movie. Let's just take a quick moment to shout out our friend, the one, the only. Iris is our podcast. Why do you talk when I talk? Why do you take so long to talk? I'm trying to fill the void. I just like to take pauses. No. It's pause. easy for me to edit. You're not eating a Kit Kat. Oh, I guess you're right. A Twix, bitch. Oh. Um, Iris is our podcast artist and friend. She has done all of our artwork for the podcast, except for our previous Halloween artwork that was done by our friend Mara Dixon, at Mara Dixon Art. But... Iris um, does all of our main podcast art that you, you're seeing, you, the, the little picture of us in the bubble that you're looking at when you are listening to this episode. She did that, and you should follow her, because that's just a nice, fun, free thing to do, and you can follow her on Twitter and Instagram at CreamsiclePanda, and if you would like to support her on Patreon, patreon.com slash CreamsiclePanda, and you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at PlanetWeirdPod, follow us for updates on upcoming episodes disney channel memes or just you know 90s and 2000s movies and shows memes we love to retweet them memes um you can support us by leaving a review on itunes uh making sure you are followed or subscribed wherever you are listening to us be it spotify itunes google play stitcher you name it um watch videos on youtube We haven't recorded since the pandemic has hit us, but you could watch old videos on there. There's plenty of them, so search us on YouTube. 
Um, you can also send us a voice message on Anchor. There's li- a link in the description to do that. Uh, if you would like to tell us about an upcoming movie or your thoughts on this movie or just how you're doing in quarantine. I don't know. Your thoughts on Kirstie Alley. Uh, did you think these kids <clears throat> were twins? Let us know. Um, so you can do that on Anchor and you can also uh, support us with some monies. Uh Every month, if you would like to. If you want to do one month and cancel, do that. That's fine. I'm not judging nobody. Not judging anybody. Um, but thank you to the people that already support us on Anchor. That's Emily Palmer, Alexa Pratt, Natalie Hernandez, and Ivy Gay with the E at the end. G-A-Y-E because it's a reference to Marvin Gay who sings the song It Takes Two at the end of the credits. We got there. Way to put a hat on a hat. Was that good? <laughs> I couldn't think of anything other than Marvin Gaye to use. Okay, like what else was there? Nothing. What about Ivy? Pray the Gay Away Camp. But there was like camp. I also like Steve Gutenberg. I was like, let's do use Gutenberg. But I think we used Gutenberg already once. What about Ivy? Ivy, get your ass on that horse. <laughs> Ivy, give me that carriage or I'll stab you. Um, so thank you to those people. Next episode will be all about the Nickelodeon film, a remake, Yours, Mine, and Ours, starring Dennis Quaid and Rene Russo and a bunch of children. <clears throat> Why are you staring at me in the camera? Yours, um, Mine, and Ours. By the time that we have uploaded this episode that has already been recorded so stay tuned for that but the next episode that we will be recording and that you can get in your tweets and emails or whatever you want to do your voice messages about the upcoming movie if you want to send us your thoughts that next episode that we are recording is going to be all about (gasps) richie rich Richie Rich, the 90s movie starring Macaulay Culkin, where he's a little rich bastard. Richard Rich. Little rich, rich bitch. Macaulay Culkin loves me. Macaulay Culkin is me. So, yeah, that movie is on Netflix, and you can watch it and let us know your thoughts. And tweet them. Eat them. Email us or DM us or send a voice message. Go check out the links in the description. There's a bunch of stuff you can click on, and that's fun. Don't you love to click on things sometimes? Yeah, and let's not forget that if we want to be rich, rich bitches, let's remember that actual rich people exist, and we should eat them. We should eat the rich. Eat the rich. Like Jeff Bezos, or just kill him. This episode is coming out at the end of the month. Hopefully people are still staying safe and not leaving when they don't need to be leaving their house um just Hopefully because your parents aren't things making are you opening go to church. yeah just because things are opening doesn't mean you have to leave you can stay home and you, you can... should be yeah all right well thank you everyone for listening to Juan and I two identical strangers talk wow. about this film it takes two See ya. What it Disney wanna 365. Be ya. See ya. See ya. All right. Goodbye.